one. Yep, you heard it here. Brett Kavanaugh could be hearing his first oral arguments as a Supreme Court justice on Tuesday. Unbelievable how fast it goes. I know, I know. And um, by the way, that's a minimum sentencing guidelines case. Um, The Supreme Court started super interesting cases coming up. That's one of them. Uh, Yeah, you heard it here. Forty. Uh, 50 to 48, Mike Pence was there presiding. Uh, Judge Kavanaugh was confirmed to become the 100 tough, tough, tough hall. And what I want everyone to understand is, I know we're happy. Do you know why we're happy? We're so happy because we finally won a political fight. President Donald Trump. No other president out there would have stood behind Brett Kavanaugh the way Donald Trump did. And it is, uh, there, a lot of credit should be given to him for that. It took a lot of resolve for him to stick with Kavanaugh. We saw just the despic- despicable actions by the Democrats and the media with their incredibly horrible, ruthless assaults. And we saw how the media handled everything. We're so used to, uh, to Republicans caving that you know what hey donald trump thank you i'm happy uh remember this all went fast because the the procedural vote was set up on friday uh the white house got the fbi report they said there was absolutely no core senators yak 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 and um they ended debate and we you heard the the vote here we should thank harry reed thank harry reed it is just unbelievable and of course Tina Smith, Amy Klobuchar, our Minnesota senators, uh, both voted no. Shame on them. Shame on them. People, we do not want to live in a country. We do not want to live in a country where people are guilty first. We, we do process matters. Being able to prove these cases matters. And wow. Wow, I just cannot believe, shame on Amy and Tina. I cannot believe they abandoned the concept of innocent until proven guilty. I can't believe they abandoned the process of fairness and finding out what's uh, what's true. So we're going to take a quick break here to try to get us back on schedule. Yes, we're going to take your phone calls. We want to hear what you have to say. 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. And by the way, um, I have a great show planned for you today besides talking about Kavanaugh. Jim Hagedorn is going to join us. He's going to talk a little bit about Trump's trip into Rochester and his campaign down in the 1st District. We're going to talk a little bit about Keith Ellison. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about minimum wage. We're going to talk about fair and honest elections, too. Jim Nash, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Yeah, I have a great show planned for you, but, of course, first we'll start talking about Kavanaugh. Uh, stay tuned, everyone. This is Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Good Saturday afternoon, everyone. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. President Trump just tweeted out, I applaud and congratulate the U.S. Senate for confirming our great nominee, Judge Brett Kavanaugh, to the United States Supreme Court. Later today, I will sign his commission of appointment and he will be officially sworn in. Very exciting. And yeah, I think it's pretty exciting, too. I have so many questions, so many questions. But let's just recap real quick here how all this went down. I think 
the Democrats overplayed their hand. I think they overplayed their hand horribly. I think it just digressed into this crazy, insane mess. I think the American people got so frustrated with it, so sick of it. They understand that there is not a jury in America who would have convicted Brett Kavanaugh. I think, uh, I think it has energized voters on both sides. I want to ask the listeners, who do you think is going to win now? This is a huge win for Donald Trump. A huge win for Republicans. Uh, I also want to say, because the Democrats overplayed their hand so horribly... I don't think we got a chance to look at some of the th- some of the rulings that Judge Kavanaugh had, and that's I think I think sad and and disappointing for everyone. Uh, I think the ugly left, the thing, the horrible ugly things that we saw on the left. Um, I, I think the Democrats are going to have to answer for that. I would like to say thanks, Harry Reid, because, by the way, this wouldn't have happened without you. Uh, and I think it raises a lot of questions about some of the uh, ridiculous claims that the left made. And there are so many of them. Uh, and we'll talk about them in, in just a little bit. It's everything from... Women are going to be raped and die and not be able to get abortions. And I mean, just some crazy, crazy, crazy things from the left. I think you've got some people on the left who are pushing to not only impeach Donald Trump, but also to impeach uh, uh, Justice Kavanaugh. Uh, I think that's crazy. Uh, before we get into all of that, and I do want to hear your phone calls, 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. I think it's important that the GOP keeps the pedal to the metal here because you right. know, when you have a big victory, it's easy to lay down and kind of slack off for a while. But this is a big midterm and, and people got to keep their feet going i i agree uh, tina smith is already out there tweeting uh crazy stuff don't lose hope get out and vote uh but let's recap what was said about uh judge kavanaugh before this confirmation process started the left told us he's a gang rapist okay then he wasn't a gang rapist but a serial rapist okay then he wasn't a serial rapist he was just a rapist okay then he was not a rapist he was just a blackout drunk okay he's not a blackout drunk but he was just an alcoholic okay no no he wasn't an alcoholic he just drinks beer which i bet he's having a beer right now and i kind of feel like a beer right now um then no 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 okay uh he's just some guy who threw ice at someone once in the 1980s and this spiraled so far out of control that i just absolutely cannot believe it and i mean it took donald trump to make lindsey graham mitch mcconnell and susan collins great again because now all of a sudden they're the heroes of the Republican Party. And Mitch McConnell, Leader McConnell, said this body, talking about the Senate, the U.S. Senate, this body and this nation have spent months watching my friends across the aisle grasp at every imaginable excuse to delay this process and damage this nominee. If they had their way, the goalposts on Judge Kavanaugh's nomination would be in another time zone by now. And I got to say, I agree with him. I absolutely agree with him. And that's why I think it was in the long run, especially now that he has been officially confirmed, that that they did give him this extra week, because I think if they would have not... 
they would have came back and said, well, you didn't give us due process, and we didn't, you know, even though they weren't going by due process. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I know exactly. So they, it was kind of a double, it was a bonus win, extra credit points, I guess, for the Republicans on that aspect, I guess. Yep, I think it was, too. And I think, you know what, I think the Republicans deserve credit. I think Donald Trump deserves credit. I think Judge Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh, and his family and friends deserve credit for standing up to all this. Do you know uh, Pence presided over the confirmation hearing? Uh, Kavanaugh was confirmed 50 to 48 to become the 114th Justice of the United States Supreme Court. That was the closest vote since Clarence Thomas. In he was that was 1991, and he was uh, he was confirmed 5248, which I think is really really incredible uh let's start taking some of these phone calls dan you're up first today hi dan what do you think oh sue thank god godspeed god bless <laughs> judge kavanaugh i'm thrilled my wife is thrilled we had goosebumps hearing the the final vote so my question now is uh will will there be uh, ethic uh violation charges against um uh Oh, geez. What's any of them. Feinstein. Feinstein. Yeah, Feinstein. any of them. Yeah, I mean, Newt Gingrich recommended it, and he's 100% right. I mean, you can't withhold uh, that letter from July to September and then throw the whole nation into a tizzy because of this uh, shortened time frame. It's crazy. You know, what I thought was crazy, uh, really crazy, Dan, was the Democrats moved to seal those FBI documents the yeah. minute they hit... Uh, hit their desk. And I just yeah. think that is so incredible. Why wouldn't they want us to see what was in that? Exactly I hope Donald Trump. Right. Yep. I hope Donald Trump uh, releases that information. I and, hope so. Yep. And I hope they go after him. I hope they go after all these, all these people who made false accusations and spread those rumors as, as I much agree. as, as much as I want to believe the, the, the women and I, and my heart breaks for the women who have been sexually assaulted because they have to just be be feeling yeah, so yeah, awful you now facts and evidence right you know you got to have you got to you got to believe uh, you're innocent until proven guilty there's nothing there exactly you know? the facts matter dan the Other facts matter anarchy. <laughs> mm-hmm. right thank you i appreciate your thank phone call um you know what open-minded americans understood that open-minded americans they put their emotions aside and they said you know what ford's testimony is not credible and so much so that they said you know what they don't even meet the preponderance of evidence that that in america that is a huge 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 thing and there were a lot of people who said you know what instead of the hashtag her to the hashtag him to started taking off and people started saying yes victims have to be believed but in this case ford is not the victim at least not the victim of kavanaugh and we're seeing over and over and over again women saying we we will we will not forget. Women, women, what is wrong with you? You are not Christine Ford. You are not Christine Ford. We, do, we don't believe all survivors. You know why? Because some women out there lie. I know that's not a popular thing, but all you have to do is look at the Duke lacrosse case. Look at um, the Rolling Stone case. Look at the four... 
I forget if they were dentists or doctors from California whose case just got thrown out. Some woman came and put false charges against them. We have to stand up for justice. Justice. We absolutely have to stand up for justice. And you know what? The the I agree with Dan because the Senate has to investigate this. Uh, Jeff Sessions has to investigate it. We have to prosecute the perjurers who smeared and slandered Judge Kavanaugh. And 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 you know what? I'll go I'll go one step further. They should they should serve they should serve jail time. All women who fake their sexual assaults, who ruin the lives of people who have intentionally lied and slandered about about Kavanaugh or anyone else for that matter, they should be civilly sued and they should be criminally prosecuted. We yeah, there's and I'm disgusted with Amy Klobuchar. I'm disgusted. She knows she knows this case could never, ever, ever be prosecuted. Dave, you're up next. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the show. Hi, hi Sue. Um, yeah, my opinion is, though, this is a very, very dangerous um, time in America or any place when the left or either side can shake down anybody that they want, um, including the president and potentially frame the president or anybody um, and everything with no legit um, proof. And if it were a court of law, the case should have been thrown out and stuff. And since Kavanaugh is a judge and it, um, and it isn't a court of law, he said, I would tell him... Um, this is in a court of, court of law, so... Um, right. And then just, just attack them with absolute fact about their history and everything, and and then turn the tables on them. And then they're just trying to hit back with all these allegations and non-truths and stuff, and, you know, turn the tables on them right yep. there. Thank you, Dave. Really appreciate your comments. Yep. And folks, we do not want to live in a country where you're guilty because you're accused of something. We do not want to live in a country where you're guilty because someone accused you of something. You have got to remember that. And women, you are not Christine Ford. Your story is different. You're an individual. I hope you find justice. And I know we're going down a road where I think more women will be, uh, will be able to get justice. Uh, I also think women, you shouldn't be afraid to speak up. You absolutely shouldn't be afraid to speak up. Then again, uh, we live in a world where for Democrats, um, uh, John Kennedy and Edward Kennedy and Bill Clinton, they're seen as heroes and they label Kavanaugh as a sexual predator. And right here in Minnesota, right here in Minnesota, we got Keith Ellison, Keith Ellison running for attorney general, general Keith Ellison. We have we have 911 calls. We have medical reports. We have a girlfriend who's willing to go on on radio or TV to tell her story sitting right next to Keith Ellison. Uh, yet we have so many Democrats in the state of Minnesota who have their Keith Ellison sign up. It is just absolutely incredible uh when we come back we are going to hear from um 
we'll take a little bit of break from this and then we'll get back into our phone calls about the Kavanaugh, uh, about the Kavanaugh hearing because Democrats, there are so many of you that are so dumb. I can hardly stand it. And I'm not sure if it's because social media has exposed you for the ignorant fools that you are or if some people are just that that ridiculously stupid uh and and by the way i'm also talking about the washington post with that little teaser so everyone stay tuned uh we'll talk to jim hagedorn next then we'll get back into all this kavanaugh stuff because yeah we now have a new the 114th justice of the united states supreme court stay tuned everyone sue jeffers twin cities news talk am 1130 and twin cities afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. We're talking about the Kavanaugh uh, confirmation, but we're going to take a quick break because um, November 6th is a huge day. I think this Kavanaugh uh, confirmation process, I think it has really, really, really uh, motivated people to go out and vote in the midterm elections. And remember, the midterm elections are generally much smaller than, say, a presidential year. So I think it's motivated on, on, on both sides to get people to turn out. And I'm really thankful for President Trump for coming to Minnesota. He came to Minnesota again. Remember, he was just here, what, a month ago, up in CD8, up in northern Minnesota, stumping for Pete Stauber. Well, this time he came to Rochester down in southern Minnesota, CD1, and to help Jim Hagedorn win. Jim, We haven't had Jim Hagedorn on our show for a long time. In fact, I haven't seen him for far too long. I want to tell you, I thought he was going to take out Waltz last time. It was so close. And now, of course, Waltz is running for governor and Jeff Johnson is going to beat him. But having Donald Trump in Rochester stumping for our great candidates is a huge, wonderful thing. So Jim Hagedorn is going to join us right now. Hi, Jim. Welcome. Oh, hi, Sue. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's, It's been far too long, my friend. Know that I give you plugs every week because I think you're a great candidate. I think this is going to be one of the pickup seats that we're going to win. But I really want my listeners to hear from you. I want, I want you to tell them, well, A, how your campaign is going, B, how they can donate lots of money to you or get involved in your (laughs) campaign. But I want you to start with Donald Trump was in Rochester with you this past week. Yes, the president was there, and boy, we are so grateful that he was generous with his time, and he did is doing everything he can to help Republicans across the country get elected. But to have him in southern Minnesota was really exciting for for our supporters and everyone. And I, I can't tell you how humbled we were to be part of that. So, oh my gosh, he, he, he really gave us a shot in the arm. I'll tell you that. I, I wasn't down in Rochester, but I looked at a lot of the pictures and it looked like people were just so pumped up. And I got to say, I really think Trump is helping Republicans win across the country. Well, I think so, because, you know, not only is he coming in and personally delivering the message of his, the accomplishments of the administration, the great econ- economic gains that have been made, how he's doing everything he can to secure the borders and protect us and also protecting our God-given rights. Look what just happened today with Justice Kavanaugh. So he's doing that, but he's, he's outlining his vision for the future, and then he's defining this campaign, and it's really a clear choice. Oh. Are we going to have people go to Washington and resist him, try to replace him, take us back to the Obama policies, and then some, 
or we're going to have people like myself that want to be a conservative reinforcement to partner with them to keep moving the country in the right direction. That is a clear choice of this election. Totally a clear choice. So um, I don't even know who you're running against. I don't care who you're running against. I know he's horrible. I've seen some of his uh, advertisements and stuff. Tell us, Jim, when you're out on the campaign trail in southern Minnesota, what are the biggest issues that the voters are talking about? Well, in in our district, uh, the economy is still very important, of course. It always is. And uh, in our district, we have really three main parts of the economy that we have to protect and, and I'm all about. And that is agriculture, small business, and our and our medical care. And uh, this is a farm-based economy, and people want to see the government make sure that we don't have bad government policies. We want to drive down the cost of farming and, and business by having regulatory reform, tax reform, welfare reform, energy independence, things like that. And then when you get into the you know the medic, medical care arena, the Rochester, the home of the Mayo Clinic, the preeminent institution of medicine in all the world, there are about 50,000 jobs in this district uh, dependent directly on Mayo or other fine rural hospitals. And they're like, you know what, these Democrats, like Walls and Fian, they want socialized medicine. What is that going to do to their jobs? What's that going to do to the quality of medicine, our taxes and everything else? But the, the economy, the economy of places like Rochester, Minnesota, heavily tied to that. It would be devastating. And so I tell people, this is the first time in our nation's history where socialized medicine is on the ballot. Because the Democrats actually are going to, you know, if they get in power, they're going to try and do it. I don't think we ever thought they'd try to do it before, uh, but now they will. And so another clear choice. And I want to protect Mayo, medical care in Rochester, everybody, from what the Democrats are trying to do to them. Yeah, coming up in the second hour, folks, I'm going to talk a little bit about the the ridiculous call for socialized medicine, the ridiculous call for Medicare for all. It's just the stupidest idea I've ever heard. I can't believe they come out and say stuff like that. And well, and it's the same with becoming a sanctuary state. Are people concerned about uh, immigration? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the security of the country is uh is paramount. I mean, it's the first thing we have to do when you're in Washington, whether you're president or Congress, to protect the country, defend the people. And uh, part of that is border security. And and for we finally have a president after, you know, since Reagan, who actually cares about the issue and is willing to do something about it. And he fights for us every day on it. He needs he needs reinforcements on that. Yeah, we need to secure the borders, have merit based immigration, and do every last thing we can to protect this country and make sure we have an orderly system. And one of the things that drives me so crazy, Jim Hagedorn, is you've got all these Democrats and even some Republicans who are coming out talking about how they really want to fight the opioid crisis. They really have to fight the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, they're so quick to go after the pharmacies, but they never say anything about our border that has all these illegal drugs coming across it that's killing so many of our, of our, the members of our community. It drives me absolutely crazy. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I think when you look at that issue, there's so many facets to it. You did also bring up sanctuary state or city politics. And, and, and it's like I told the president the other day, I said, you, you, you should see the state of these Democrats in Minnesota. It's like the other Democrats across the country. As I told him, we have a guy named Walls who's running to make Minnesota a sanctuary state. And he kind of looked at me and I said, we have two, two senators running on the Democrat, one wants late-term abortion, she's big on that, the other one gun control, and then you have all these Democrats running for Congress that want to socialize medicine and everything. And I told him, I said, Mr. President, they're all Keith Ellison now. Oh, Every last Democrat right. in the state is just like Keith. There's no difference. 
<laughs> You're okay. Tell me this now, Jim Hagedorn. Tell me this: Was Donald Trump nice? He's a very personable, decent person. Let me tell you just a real quick story. We we're as just honored to be in the in the limousine with him from the Rochester Airport to the Civic Center downtown. It's about a ten minute drive, and uh, the whole way the trip was lined with Southern Minnesotans waving at him, holding up uh, you know place cards and, and signs welcoming him to Rochester and to our to our area. And the entire trip, the president just waved at them. You know, gave him a thumbs up. He he was he was so moved that they were there to uh, support him, and he he gave it right back to him. He's just a very good guy. <laughs> I'm really glad. I think he'll have some other trips uh, planned for Minnesota too, and and I think Minnesota is going to be very shocked with how many Republicans win come November. Okay, Jim Hagedorn. If people want to get involved with your campaign, they want to volunteer, they want to write you big fat checks, they want to get updates <laughs> on your campaign. Where do they go to get more? info jim hagedorn.org well that's easy or they, can, or they can find us on facebook either way but uh yeah we'd love to have the support put up a lawn sign send us a few bucks uh, get out and help us volunteer and we're running against a guy who's not even from our district they sent him out from washington he's part of the resistance wait a left. minute wait a minute he's not even from your area no he's not from the district we have 21 counties down here in southern minnesota's first district and Dan Fian never lived one day in his life in any of these counties until last year when Walls quit the race. He moved out from Washington. And he's somebody who's been funded by the left all around the country. He received for a long time more money from New York than he did from Minnesota. Wow. He gets the majority of his money from outside the state. We get the majority of our money from inside the state. So I think you can tell who's, who's the uh, local candidate. Oh, my gosh. I Well, Jim Hagedorn, I can't say enough good things about you. I'm really excited about your campaign. I really, tr- truly do believe you're going to win. And hopefully we'll try to get you on another time or two before the election to remind people to get out and vote. Jim Hagedorn down in Congressional District 1. Thanks for having me, Sue. Appreciate you promoting the cause. All right. Take care, my friend. Bye. Uh, yeah, I really want him to win. Oh, my gosh. The guy running against him isn't even from our state. What the heck? What a loser. That's happening more and more now, though, isn't it? I don't know. Well, we got Keith Ellison. Yeah, we got Amy Klobuchar. I mean, they find a battleground area and they say, hey, this guy's uh, going to pull our wagon like let's, Al let's, Franken. let's fund them those suckers in minnesota they'll the democrats will elect him yeah we're going to turn that around we are going to turn that around for sure i thought it was really cool that donald trump was in rochester i really did want to go down there karen housley uh she took advantage of president trump stop too there was a ten thousand dollar per couple fundraising invite wow that's uh i hope she raised just a boatload of money and there's also a story about a tv reporter down in southern minnesota who was fired for wearing a trump hat at the rally now don't get mad about that people most businesses have some sort of policy of what you can and cannot wear on air now we know that if this reporter would have said that President Trump was, comp- that if he compared President Trump to Hitler and claimed that Trump brought hate and fear to Minnesota, he would have had a long career in the media. Uh, but the point is, he did know the rules. I wish we would see some of those on the left side of the aisle uh, being dismissed for the same uh 
same sort of bias that we see against the people on the right. I saw a few protesters in Rochester. I saw some, you know, weird signs. I saw Take Action Minnesota was out there talking about um, President Trump was going to scapegoat scapegoat immigrants and Muslims and bring another round of tax top heavy tax cuts to help his greedy friends. Uh, and that was that was from Take Action Minnesota people. The good news about that, it only got one retweet in an hour. So I think people realize, yeah, it's not like that. And when the Democrats tried to push their ideas um, about about how fearful and scary everything is, and they talk about their ridiculous politics of joy, which they're nothing of the sort. It's just absolutely crazy. Okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Kavanaugh, because I got to tell you, I I don't know what is wrong with the Democrats, but some of the things that they say are so stupid. It's like they don't even understand civics. They don't understand history. They don't understand understand what america was built on for heaven's sakes it drives me absolutely crazy stay tuned sue jeppers twin cities news talk am 1130 and twin cities good saturday afternoon everyone thank you so much for tuning in all right we got a lot of energized voters we have a lot of energized voters on both the right and on the left and i want to know how do you think that plays how do you think that plays in Minnesota? What's going to happen come November? Uh, 651-989-5855. 651-989-5855. I saw so many ridiculously stupid tweets or ridiculous, ridiculously stupid Facebook posts. Uh, one Minnesota, uh, sh- uh, she runs the, one of the resistance um, campaigns. I'm not even sure which one. Uh, she tweeted out, it's useful to remember, remember that when the GOPers yell, it's a republic, that they mean it's cool if the majority of the people don't have power. Do they not understand how our country works? I saw another one that said, and this, by the way, the Washington Post did this too. Uh, 51 senators who represent 40% of the population will confirm a Supreme Court nominee who has the support of just under 40% of the pop- population and who was nominated by a man who came in second in the popular vote. Can we stop saying the U.S. is the greatest democracies in the world? It's not true. So how stupid are these people that they don't understand that there was a very clear reason that every single state got two senators every single state got two senators so we all had a voice if you lived in california your voice was as loud as the people who lived in minnesota or north dakota or south dakota some state that had a smaller population and i and and this that when the lefties come out and say things like that it drives me crazy because the republicans were given a majority in the house in two 2010, they were given a majority in the Senate in 2014. The White House, Donald Trump, hello, 2016. And guess what? When all that happens, yeah, we get to pick the next justice of the United States Supreme Court. And you know what? 
when the next justice resigns or steps down or, God forbid, dies, Trump's going to get to pick another one. And you can be dang sure the Republic or the Democrats are going to act quite similar to how they did this time. But I firmly believe they recognize that they overplayed their ham hand. I firmly believe that um, that we're going to find out come November that they have overstepped what reasonable people think in in America and here in Minnesota. It makes me crazy because Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith voted no. Amy Klobuchar knows a case against Brett Kavanaugh would never, should never be prosecuted and what i think is also interesting is the way they refuse to listen to our side of the aisle in the state of minnesota and i find that so frustrating that they keep pushing the the same same you know this last ditch oh we have to believe all women guess what people no we don't we have to take sexual assault very, very, very seriously. And I think we do. And I think times are are a changing and we're going to see more. But all you have to do is look back to the Rolling Stone story. Look back to the Duke lacrosse case. Look at the case of the doctors or dentists or whatever they were uh, out of California. That just happened last week. People make up stories. And I'm sorry. Christine Ford was not credible, and most people in America didn't believe she was credible either. All right, let's take some. Oh, you want to weigh in? 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. Let's get to Dave. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the show. You have some thoughts? Uh, yeah, and you have to remember the last time. You know, Amy was up there, and she was asking about, you know, well, what would you rule on, you know, the Twilight know. movie and the vampires, <laughs> and it's like, wow, I know. you really are a dick. I, I know. Um, I mean, that was an embarrassment. Yes. Uh, I got a question for you, Sue. Okay, I'm making a run down to southern Minnesota, and I'm supposed to... Uh, hook up with Representative John Petersburg. Okay. And here's one of the problems, you know, he's a state representative, and, you know, I've got to deliver a bulk of uh, Newberger for U.S. Senate signs to him, and he's like, well, you know, we've got to connect it with the time because I'm out pounding signs myself right now, and why is it that we've got people like that who go out pound signs themselves, and like Shane Mecklin, who's running, you know, to replace uh, Jim, who's running for U.S. Senate. Oh, now. right, 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 right. You know, these guys are out there pounding signs themselves, and the DFLers, they've got, you know, paid crew. Oh, my gosh. Out there. You know what happened in my, in my city? The Democrats came through, and I think they were having trouble getting yard sign placements, so they came through as one giant, uh, one giant crew, and they came to a house and they pounded up signs for everyone, and I think it's the only way they could get Walt's signs, or get Ellison signs up there, too. So, and by the way, the Democrats don't usually ask if they can put the signs up. If they were up before, they just put them up. And if you're one of those people who got, who came home one day and had signs in your yard, you can take them down, you know, it's your yard. But really, you're right, Dave. Why aren't people volunteering to help our candidates more? And one other thing, when people, you know, say, oh, I don't want to donate. Well, here's something to think about. Uh, I'm in the truck and I've got it loaded up with all these, you know, big, you know, four by six, four by eight signs and all these other signs. And, you know, 
I volunteer a lot of time, and I also have to volunteer a lot of gas, too, but I also have to get compensated for gas, too, at times. Mm-hmm. So some of the compensation, you know, when you donate to a campaign, you're, you know, you're helping pay for some of the volunteers to, you know, get out, pay, drive around, do lit drops, put signs up, you know, deliver a bulk of signs. You know, one weekend it was, I had to drive up to Bemidji. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Dave. I really appreciate all the work you're doing. Now we'll get some of the other volunteers out to help more. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Uh, We're running out of time on this. KW, I'm going to put you on hold because you know I want to hear what you have to say, but we're going to have to wait till we come back to the, on the, on the other side of the break here. And yeah, I got a few more things to say about Kavanaugh that I'm sure make people mad too so if you want to weigh in 651-989-5855 651-989-5855 lots lots more coming i gotta tell you what tina smith said i gotta tell you who told uh amy klobuchar she should apologize to brett kavanaugh lots more coming sue jeffers twin cities news talk am 11:30, and twin cities news talk.com